Welcome to Let's Explore. This is Lane McCall, and this is the first episode of a new sort of feature on Let's Explore that we're going to do. It's called Monday Musings. These are going to be episodes that come out on Mondays uh, really early in the morning. So if you're going to work or whatever you're doing for your week, you can have this episode ready for you and they're uh, just to kind of set you up along a certain line of thinking that'll hopefully help you throughout the week, uh, be a blessing to you. Um, these are going to be a little bit shorter episodes and they're all going to have a theme, a specific direction that we want to go down. So our normal conversation episodes will be later in the week. Those will come out on Thursdays. And then these ones will be every Monday morning, as of course, as the title implies, Monday Musings. So this episode, we are talking about um, a phrase that you're going to understand as soon as I say it. But the phrase is this. It's, are we okay? This is a relationship phrase. This is a phrase that we ask when we're not sure if the relationship that we're in is doing fine. Uh, sometimes you feel things, you know, you might feel, oh, there's some sort of discontent happening, you know, behind the scenes, but it hasn't been spoken about. So this phrase will kind of come up and uh, be something that said, are we okay? What are we going to do here? What do we need to talk about? But I'm not talking about natural relationships today. What I'm talking about is our spiritual relationship with our Heavenly Father who loves us. This question, are we okay, God? Is everything okay between me and you? Because you know, I've done some things that I'm not proud of. So are we okay? This is the question that fuels religion. This is the question that causes millions of people around the world to jump through religious hoops that one day, thankfully, we'll all step back and go, wow, that was silly. Why were we doing all that nonsense? It's like with Martin Luther. Uh, if you've ever studied Martin Luther at all, um, he was uh, in the Catholic Church, and one thing they would do for their penance was they would climb stairs on their knees uh, saying prayers and whipping themselves in the back, like whipping themselves to punish themselves for the sin that they had committed, all trying to answer this question or make right what they felt was wrong. Are we okay? Religion says, no, you're not okay, but we'll tell you what to do to be okay. That system of religion causes people out of fear to become addicted to its processes, to become addicted to its formulas and strategies in order to make things okay. But the reality of the whole situation is that before you and I ever stepped foot on this planet, before we had an opportunity to make one mistake before we said a word, did a thing, had a thought, God forgave us. God bridged whatever gap there might have been between us. The Bible actually says that Jesus was crucified before the foundation of the world. 
And it wasn't really because God needed something. You know, Jesus wasn't crucified because God needed to be crucified. Jesus was crucified to speak to you and I, to bring a reality to you and I of our unity with God. God did not need the cross. We did. So from God's perspective, yes, we are okay. And God's whole mission is to wake us up to the reality that we're okay so that we can walk in unity and love with him and express who we are on the inside because we're okay. You know, there's a thought that I really enjoy. There's a thought that I like that says, right now, spiritually, there's nothing that you need to do. You can just sit there. You can just sit in a place of peace where there's nothing to do. And guess what? In that place, you're okay. Between you and God, everything is okay. Sometimes our minds, especially growing up in religious circles, our minds will think that, well, there must be something I need to do. You know, I, I, <laughs> no, there's not, but I grew up in a, a Catholic culture, and I remember as a young child, people would say, well, it doesn't matter what church you go to, as long as you go. What? what? Why? What? It doesn't matter what church you go to, as long as you go. Why do you, why go? Oh, well, it's your religious duty. It's your religious service. This is what they're saying. God doesn't need your religious service. God doesn't need your religious duty. God doesn't need your service at all. What God, God doesn't need anything. God has no need. And when you start walking in a place with God, you realize you have no need. You've been given everything you need as well. You have no need. You don't start from a place of need at all. You start from a place of wholeness and fullness. You know, Jesus said something that I like a lot. Uh, Jesus said that I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I really like that. See, I have a brother, and um, his name is Tyler. He's a year and a half younger than me, and so he's been in my life since before I have memories. He's, he's been my brother, and he's my only brother, and um, I have no sister, so it's just me and him. And, you know, we've gone through times in our lives uh, where we were not particularly close. I remember when I was in the eighth grade and he was in the seventh grade, uh, he had a friend over, and um, they were antagonizing me. We were playing outside in the snow, and it was just him and his friend and me, and I don't know what got into them, but I, I never have been so upset in my life. I don't. Well, maybe I have, but I got so upset. I His friend was set, mouthed off to me, and I punched him in the jaw. I had a big, I had a big fluffy mitten on because it's northern Maine and it's snow. And I just hauled off and punched the kid in the jaw, and he fell backwards into the snowbank. Like that's the only person I've ever punched in my whole life. Uh, and um, you know, that day we weren't that close. That day, my brother and I weren't that close. But you know, we've gone through other times in our life where we were close. 
and uh, very close. And he doesn't live where I'm at right now, but um, you know, he's uh, we're close now. Like uh, we're on the same page with a lot of things, and it's wonderful. But Jesus said he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. See, Jesus is our brother, but he's also a friend that sticks close. That doesn't he doesn't leave. He he doesn't have a bad day and and put you out on the corner and not want to see you or talk to you because of anything you've done. He never does that. Jesus sticks close. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father sticks close. Everything that is God, everything that is divine, sticks close to you, even if you're going through darkness. The thing about God is he's extremely secure. He is the definition of security. He never gets nervous or bent out of shape or concerned about mistakes that you make. God knows who you are, and his whole motive is to wake you up to the reality of who you are. You know, when Adam was in the garden and Eve was in the garden and they ate of the tree and they made the mistake, God's the one that came looking for them. They didn't go looking for God. He came looking for them because from God's point of view, everything was okay. He just knew that man was now darkened in his understanding, thinking everything's not okay. And this whole process and message of the cross and the truth that the cross has brought has been to bring man back to the reality and the realization of who man really is, of who you and I really are, that everything is okay. God is pure love. God has nothing but love. You and I come from that love. You and I are created from that love. We are made in the image and the likeness of God in that love. You and I are love. There is no division between us and God. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter any mistake that you've made. Those are simply mistakes to correct. They're not these big, bad, evil things that God has such a problem with that he doesn't know how to deal with it, so he has to turn away from you. Absolutely not. God never gets confused about your identity, even though you and I have been confused about our identity. So we've made mistakes and done things that we shouldn't have done, didn't need to do, didn't work out well. We might have thought we were a certain way, but God never thought we were anything other than who we actually are. And so his message to us is never, hey, look at the darkness that you've created. Look at the mess that you've made. Let's highlight the big mess that you've made. Do you know that all the darkness that you and I have made throughout our existence, it's simply the absence of light. I hope that makes sense to you. You know, God never tells us to look at darkness. If you would if you would call sin darkness, which I would say sin would be darkness, God never points us toward darkness and says, "Look at that." He's never going to come to you and say, "Look at the mistake you've made." God doesn't have any darkness. God is light. Anywhere God shows up, God is light. Guess what? There's no darkness. God doesn't even have darkness to show you. 
He doesn't even have your darkness to show you because as soon as he looks at it, it turns into light. He's light. God only shows us light. He only shows us truth. He only shows us reality of who we really are. He never gets confused by the mistakes that we've made. He wants us to walk in the light as he is in the light. He wants to reveal to you the light that you actually are. Are we okay with God? Absolutely we're okay. We are. We're just waking up to what that means to be okay with God. The last point I want to make is that in God, there's no such thing as rejection. God has no rejection. Jesus said, anyone that comes to me, that comes to my Father, I will in no way cast out. There, there is no such thing as rejection in God. Pure love has no rejection. You don't make a mistake and have God reject you. You don't have to measure up before God accepts you. He's already accepted you. God has already embraced you. God loves you right where you are. He sees the real you underneath whatever mess you're in. The real you exists. It's in there, and that's what God sees. He doesn't have, there is no such thing as rejection. We've been in relationships in the, in, you know, with people, probably you have, I have, where you would, you would say or, you know, say this phrase or not say it, but you'd mean it. Are we okay? And because you might have been being rejected by someone, they were rejecting you on some level. I've been rejected by people. In love, in God, there's no rejection. We've experienced rejection, but that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean that it comes from God or that God has anything to do with that. And so you never want to take the idea of rejection and apply it to your spiritual reality, your spiritual walk with God. Because with him, it's pure embracing love. Here's your part. You want to know your part? It's this. Jesus said, if you're going to have part with me, you got you to drink my blood and you got to eat my body. Okay. Get. It, it, that's, that's an easy part. You know what that is? That's just celebration. Drinking. Eating. Being happy. Being joyful. It's a party. You drink the life of God, the good news of God, that he loves you. Well, what if I don't pray the prayer and accept Jesus into my heart? That doesn't change God. God loves you. He didn't ask you to jump through a hoop. You know, that's not even in the Bible. Our friend Don Keithley shared that with us a couple weeks ago, a couple sessions ago. There's no prayer in the Bible, ask Jesus into your heart. God loves everybody just the same and right where you are. You can turn your heart, turn your face toward this love that doesn't change because it's in you. It's in you. So maybe as you're going through your week, if you experience some challenges, uh, some internal doubt, some confusion, anything negative, maybe you can remember to turn to this question and know the answer. Are we okay? Yeah, you're okay with God. And that's a rock you can stand on. That's a foundation you can build on. 
And that's something you can live by that's never going to change. So we'll see you next time on Let's Explore.